I love the live and the the chug. <laughs> We're live, Jay Bud. That's how I start all my shows. Okay. But it's usually water. Not tonight. You you need it after that main event, Jay Bud. Oh yeah. One too many one too many V triggers. It is the simulcast, folks. We got Smash This Podcast on the YouTube and on TNI. It's the YouTube and the Twitch. It is myself. Jebon, we've got Alicia, and we got Front Row Bill. This is the crew tonight. For those of you who were not here for uh, the watch long, I'll re I'll repeat it. Uh, well, Mark was having issues, so uh, he didn't watch the show. He's hoping he's hoping to watch the repeat afterwards. Trent is all wrestled out for the night. He uh, he was up till the wee hours of the morning um, with, I'm assuming, the after party for AAW in Chicago. They had a wonderful show. Folks, if you did not watch it, please. It's 12 bucks, And they had what, a, what I think is will go down as one of the best indie shows of the year. Um just phenomenal. And I'm not just saying that because of the impact talent that was on it, because I am a little biased, but no, this was downright amazing. It was a barn burner of a show. Well, it, it, was, will be, it was. It's been a bangarama. Yeah, that too. <laughs> and I'll be covering uh, the review for that sometime tomorrow. And then we also have the uh, Sunday dinner, the Patreon exclusive uh sunday dinner so we are here to talk about everything that went down at against all odds um well i know how bill feels i want to get alicia's initial reaction from the show not just the ending but the whole show top to bottom in general what did you think it was a roller coaster of emotions <laughs> <laughs> I liked it overall. I thought it was really entertaining. Maybe not their strongest, but I liked it. Yeah, I felt like the card uh, really was, was solid going into it. Um, and I know that the, the ending was... The, the last match did feel weird because it wasn't in the atmosphere that we're used to seeing everything in lately. <clears throat> so, yeah, that was... That was, I mean, there were pros to cons, pr pros and cons to it. Absolutely. Uh, Bill, I know you weren't ecstatic about the main event, but the whole show overall, what did you think? Well, I thought the rest of the, the card, uh, if you want to call it the undercard, uh, was well done. I have no issues with that. I thought there were some good matches. Uh, Diana looked very strong uh, in her reign, uh, but we'll, we'll go over the matches in more detail. But I think that was a good telling of the story. Uh, that we started off with the the Sammy tag match. I think that obviously plays into the main event. Uh, everything else made a lot of sense. Made a lot of sense. Uh, as soon as they went to Jacksonville, though, it kind of kind of went off the rails for me a lot, like uh, like this. Oh my gosh! What's this main event? What are they doing? Oh my goodness! Could it be any more dusty? Please, V trigger, V trigger. Why? <laughs> so many oh. V triggers off a cliff. Um, 
Yeah, and I'm I'm sure some people popped for the Young Bucks. I I popped for the Young Bucks. I've been waiting for that to happen. That was just a matter of time before the classic Generation Me showed up in the Impact Zone. Or, well, this wasn't exactly the Impact Zone tonight. If Scott had thrown a little Generation Me dig in there, that would have been very well done. If he wouldn't have went like, why are Max and Jeremy doing here? Like, if he did something like that, that would have been pretty good, but... Um, oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to – that's – it's incoming. It's incoming. Yeah, so now I – obviously, you know, I was – from Thursday, I was like, oh, I hope they don't have the, the wrestlers be the fans. Um, so when I first – they first went there and they did that, I was oh, I was close. I was close to be like, I'm out. But at least it wasn't the usual cast of characters, like Billy Gunn's kids and all, that all try to get himself over. Uh, so I was glad about that. It was unknown wrestling students, I guess. Uh, so for the most part, but still, they they don't know how to act as fans. Still, uh, that's the difference between wrestlers and fans. Wrestlers have no clue what to do out there. Uh, just because they put you cheer on this side and you boo on this side, that doesn't help. That never has worked for AEW. But once again, that that's just a, a little critique there. Uh, but we'll get in. We'll, we'll go over more details of the main event as we yeah. uh, get get through the show. Yeah. All right. So uh, there was no pre-show, so this just goes right into the main card here. We start out here with uh, Callahan and Dreamer. There, uh, there were some people that uh, we weren't uh, we weren't sure if Dreamer was going to make it to the show because we thought it would have been a perfect opportunity for a little. Support Excuse me, a little surprise. But we did get Dreamer, the uh, the, the, the classic uh, odd couple, if you will, Callahan and Dreamer versus the Good Brothers, Gallows and Anderson. Uh, Alicia, let's let's go to you first. Your thoughts on uh, the match here. I liked it. Of course, I, I am a big mark for Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> Much to everyone's uh, maybe... Whatever, I don't know. Lately, it seems like people don't seem as enthusiastic as when Tommy pops into an event, but I was happy to see him. It's been a while, I think. We can it has been a while. Slide. Cool. Bill? Um. Well, this one, I, I think I was with some others because of just how Tommy got inserted into this match by inserting himself into it. I was going to say uh, inserting himself. <laughs> and then God pretty much saying you just inserted yourself into this and you're not respecting your boss. Um, I, I thought there was a, and, and the whole good brothers are putting a hit out. Like Don's getting the good brothers to put a hit out. I thought that just was asking for Tommy to get taken out pre-match. Yeah. Uh, that didn't happen, uh, but that would have been maybe too predictable. So him actually being in the match, not, not as much so. He's and then not only that, he's on the winning team. He doesn't get the pin, which Sammy, as already being in the Slammiversary main event, had to get the win here over the Good Brothers. So that made yeah. sense. Uh, but like I said, if during the watch along, if with the reaction show, if uh, Tommy would have actually got the pin, I think there would have been a meltdown on Twitter tonight. Uh, <laughs> Tommy Dreamer yeah. uh, got 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 a pin tonight. But uh, yeah. overall, uh, decent, uh, decent. Uh, Tommy Dreamer style, Sammy style match. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. uh, I think that's about as best a, that could be expected from that. Yeah, and it was first, which made 
you kind of knew something was going to happen later because it was first. Yeah. Go ahead, Alicia. I was just going to say that I thought it was interesting that the Good Brothers were handed another loss. Yeah. And, and there's – they don't have to win all the time. Right, I mean, right. They, I just feel like they haven't won in a while. Well, Am it, I uh, wrong? I got to look up. Well, they they lost the titles, mm-hmm. and they then they got the rematch. They had to wait for the rematch, mm-hmm. and now it drops them back down to you know zero because then VBD just came in and you know cashed in the right, cup. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it does. Um, Any time, I mean. As long as Kenny's around Impact, then you're going to see a lot more push of these guys. You'll see them a lot more right. on TV. So even if Kenny's there, they don't have to win all the time, but I guarantee you as soon as Kenny's gone, they're going to go back on a winning streak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That that's, what it, that's what it feels like anyways. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll see, we'll see. Um, I enjoyed this. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad Callahan got the win here. I mean, he he literally just got put in the main event of Slammiversary. Um, via DQ. Via well, <laughs> but he beat the number one contender. <laughs> via DQ. Bill's not gonna go away for the, for for the for the via DQ. Um, Although now, I mean, I know I'm jumping ahead here. Uh, it does seem like uh, Callahan is on the unemployment line, unfortunately. Oh, we'll, we'll we'll get into that. But for now, at this part of <laughs> this part of the pay per view, he's still employed. He gets the win. Yeah, it's until later. It ain't no secret. I need a job. That was that was well placed. That was well placed. Uh, so yeah, Callahan Dreamer get the win. Uh, it was it was a fun, and you know they had some hardcore stuff in there too. Um, then we get uh, Kojima versus Doring. Um, to to me, this felt a little early for this match, but I mean, I mean, it's it's yeah, it's like whatever. Um, this this one, I know we were really excited for. Just because this was uh, ten years in the making, I feel like our crew was a little more excited for it because we watched the classic match that was ten years old pretty recently. So we yeah. kind of we kind of knew what was coming, even though it was you know so what felt like a lifetime ago. Um, so yeah, and if so, if you haven't watched it, please go go look it up. It is it is worth watching. It's a lot of fun to see Joe Doring from like ten years ago. Unrecognizable. Yeah, totally. He's got he's got a spike blonde hairdo. It's crazy. Um, Don't forget looks, the red stripe in the back. Oh yeah, yeah. That oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he looks more out, like Harry Taylor. He looks he looks more like Heidenreich than Joe yeah, Doring. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, if anybody remembers that one, gold star for you. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Bill, what do you think of uh, Kojima versus Dory? Well, I think you're right. As in, we maybe we had the highest expectations of this match among everybody because 
Uh, I don't think you're going to find a podcast that's more fans of Joe Doring than this one. Uh, <laughs> and Kojima. Or, or bakes of bread And gives stiff Larry. Can't argue with someone that does that. No, uh, but Joe Doring, once again, like, like and this one, I know uh, going into it, it was like, oh, my, K- Kojima could win this match. It's like the New Japan relationship. Maybe he stays beyond this. Who knows? But Joe Doring, he's a he's part of the VBD. He's a tag champ right now, um, and he's when they've given it to him to be solo, he he's a monster out there, and he continues to look that way after this match. Um, that 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 finisher he pulls off, where he got him up and swung him all around, and that's a big boy. Kojima's not a little guy; it's a big boy there. So uh, Doring just showed his strength as one of these monsters that impacts now full of uh these huge guys oh, that it's great the complete opposite of what like an aew is uh they just have monsters throughout this roster that looks like that there's four or five guys that would dwarf almost anybody in any wrestling company right now yeah well and impacts roster is significantly smaller too so even if we have a few monsters it feels like we have a ton of them you know um but yeah, this this was a lot of fun. I knew it was going to be slow. I knew it was going to be hard hitting. Uh, Kojima looked great. I mean, God, what is he? He's in his fifty one. Yeah, something wow. like that. Guys, guys, hell, doesn't look it. No, yeah, he's he not look it. Like that's, I, I'll tell you, man. Some of those guys, they really can keep themselves together, and he's like he can probably do that. Just like Muda's been doing it forever too. Like he's a guy that's probably going to do this. For at least a handful of more years, probably. He ain't going away. Could be. Could be. And he's another guy that's on that uh, preview for Slammiversary, too. Uh, Elisa, any highlights from this for you? Not, other than the fact that I was just really mesmerized by this match, because the way that these two guys moved kind of like seemed kind of flawless almost, you know? And then, you know, you get that good taste of that strong style where it's like I felt in, the, in my teeth some of the hits these guys were laying <laughs> on each other. I really like that. Oh, that was yeah. great. Very entertaining. Yeah, if you know if you know what you're getting, I mean you're mm-hmm. not you're not gonna get what you got in the next match. This is a very different style match. It's slow and they, they break it down, they pace oh, yeah. themselves. Because it is so hard hitting, and uh, yeah, this 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 one was a lot of fun. Joe Doring comes off with a win here, and um, I mean, if and if he didn't win, you could have went anywhere with this. You could have went with uh, Eddie Edwards and Kojima for the tag titles, maybe between here and Slammiversary. But um, this, my guess is, this might be it for Kojima. I don't know. I hope he sticks around till Slammiversary, but we'll see. Yeah. The only thing we know is how EY reacted after this match. Proud as a peacock. <laughs> it's, this, this is true. This is true. Yeah. And uh, it was a big night for uh, Violent by Design. Yeah, we'll get into that. They're, I know everyone kind of was like, oh, man, early on, but they're getting there. And, and I know... Maybe not tonight, but decay. Like even if not winning, they're they're right there too. So yeah, the the stables, if you will, uh, it's all coming big together. Now. Nice. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. 
Uh, then uh, next <laughs> we we get a, a bangorama of a match. <laughs> uh, it's the number one contender for the X Division Championship. Josh Alexander gets a night off. He's he's got a rest. Uh, uh, well, after having a match of the night last night, uh, he absolutely deserved a night off. And plus, he was all you know beat up from that. Uh, Iron Man match he had with TJP. So, uh, yeah, he deserved the night off. Um, we get uh, Ace Austin versus Chris Bay versus Rohit Raju versus Petey Williams versus Trey Miguel. Um, I got to say right off the bat, I, I absolutely love this match. The match, the end... I'm, I'm going to take a wild guess and say that none of us were, were fans of the ending. But for storytelling purposes, it just... We understand. Could, yeah, yeah, because it's a perfect opportunity to bring all these guys back who were mm -hmm. screwed out of this. It's not just one person, no. Yeah. All five of these guys were screwed, including Ace, who's supposed to be the Wrangler of Fulton. Um, I, it could lead to something bigger and better at Slammiversary. But, uh, Alicia, what'd you think of this? Uh, first of all, I just want to say, can we get a round of applause of how electric our X Division is? Is Just every time these guys get in the ring with each other, it's just, I don't know, man, poetry in motion, I guess, would be the best way to explain it, is they all just work really well with each other, and they make each other's moves look dope as hell. I love it. It was great. It was a very awesome match. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Like, who's gonna who's gonna nail this? Despite the ending, it was really awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, whose shirt are you uh, sporting in the background there? Back crazy. here is an Steve? old school crazy Steve. Yeah, it is crazy. Steve. Uh, a classic oh. Steve shirt. Uh, I believe that's off Pro Wrestling Tees. With Kevin the Monkey. With Kevin the Monkey. Yeah, he's, <laughs> Kevin the Monkey is holding a little mini Steve. Riding a trike with some balloons. Oh, no, there's no trike. It's just balloons. Oh, yeah, because if it was trike with balloons, that would be the uh, menagerie, Steve. The menagerie, yeah. Yeah, more the... Yeah, uh, he is. He's, got, he's got the look, and he's holding little balloons, and it says all the answers. One of his, like, first run t-shirts, something like that. Oh, that's interesting. Had it since, like, 2015, something like that. Oh, it looks great. It looks great. All right, so, Bill, your thoughts on the... Uh, the number one contender match well they once again i these guys all go great together x division it's back it's back with a vengeance um but we we, we kind of saw the ending uh but before like i think Rohi would even agree because with his finish which we'll discuss a little more in depth but turn that frown upside down my man <laughs> I think we uh, we said it in the uh, reaction show, and Mir saying it here as well. I think that's what it's lining up to. There was a promo cut by Josh Alexander after the Iron Man match, referring to King of the Mountain multiple times. Yes. Then you have this. I think you think there could be an Ultimate X in the future, but King of the Mountain X Division Championship that sounds really good as well. We know they have the cage from No Place Like Home. Or they could set it up to be the opener for Slammiversary, an Ultimate X match. They've done that before. They did that like in Homecoming last time they were in Nashville. So they could bring it back. I think you're going to get some type of stipulation match to for this. But I, I don't. I haven't seen him yet. I'm hoping he pops in. 
I know it's the weekend. I don't know if there's a show going on with OVW or anything, but if Ref Daniel Spencer's around, we need answers from Ref Daniel Spencer. Uh, <laughs> I know that times uh, Uncle Mark has been tough on Daniel, and I'm always like that. He's doing doing a bang up job there. You don't notice him. You don't perfect. Yeah. But this match, the, even the commentary highlights no DQ, which is always yes. the case in a multi man match like this. Even though we get the involvement from Madman Fulton for that revenge on that Ultimate Destroyer, and he does some impressive stuff on his own when he picks up everybody, uh, to call it a no contest. Oh, well, there you go. He's yeah. here. All right. <laughs> now, Daniel Spencer. to do. Uh, do you want the link? Do you want to hop in here and just go or you can even you can do it if you want, you can do it in chat. Give us the answer to the reasoning of the no contest. Because even the multi-man match, we believe there's no DQ. The commentary said no DQ. There, there's the involvement, which you didn't DQ, you no contested it. And we just want to see, we want to get a little more information on why it was a no contest. You got some splaining to do, yes. Lucy. You're welcome. To, if you want, you can hop in and do it if you like. Or you can do it here because I know we're just jumping this on you right now. <laughs> but <laughs> any more clarification on that would be appreciated. But uh, and while we're waiting for that, I'll, I'll throw my two cents in. But, yeah, it was, it was great. And I just I, I got to say, man, how, how good does Petey Williams look right now? My he God. Does. It looked like he was when you guys were saying, well, who do you think could win? Well, obviously, none of them did. But uh, like, it seemed like <laughs> no you guys were both going Chris Bay. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, Trey, I think it would make a lot of sense. But it seemed like even Petey Williams was like the dark horse in that match. It felt like Petey Williams has been really ramped up lately. Uh, so I, that would not have been surprising either. But it gives them all a case. Like they obviously ace. I think it's because Iceman's saying he's got Hollywood – big feature films in his future. And he still has the cup. So it's like Ace doesn't need to win, but he's Ace Austin too. Um, and then, and then obviously friend of the show, Rohit. Can't, can't. Oh, he's always a contender. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, while we're waiting on uh, Daniel Spencer here, uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll see what his response he's getting, he's getting displayed and ready. <laughs> uh, no tap. We're, uh, we're 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 put we're, we're we're putting the ref on the spot. He's gonna like go to the impact rule book that Scott references in the main event and be like oh, rule fourteen B subsection two says okay here we no go. contest says there is no DQ and I didn't DQ when Fulton entered. Look, Fulton <laughs> destroyed the entire group and then put Ace on top of the guys. It didn't seem. Seemed fair uh, outcome over a definitive winner. Uh, or a number for, one contender. For, yeah. So that's the thing. He used the referee discretion, which we know. There's latitude, according to Scott DeBoer. Uh, and I, I said it wasn't a DQ. It wasn't a DQ. So technically, <laughs> it, it can happen. So he said it's a no contest because, like, multiple people were out. They were. Yeah. Too yeah. many. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get men. it. I thought that's where you would go. <laughs> I thought that's where you would go. That's the explanation you can you can do. We'll allow it. Yeah, but, yeah. Because if you can't even raise a guy's hand because he's you know getting but, put on a stretcher, you know, yeah. Say this: yeah. this was that slam anniversary with a crowd. 
I don't think you get away with that decision, Daniel Spencer. Oh, I think you're getting a five more minutes or a restart the match. That's what I think. Or you're getting a crowd with pitchforks and torches. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll like as as Susan would say, we'll tolerate it. <laughs> yeah, and, and Buckshot saying here, that's kind of how he ended it because it's realistic. Multiple people would not have gotten up in ten seconds. Yeah, this is true. So the, okay, there there you go. Especially after uh, a, a crime scene like that from uh, Mad Men. <laughs> It's uh yeah yeah I'll <laughs> bodies everywhere a pile uh, up. right it's a pile up in the impact zone all right so yeah Fulton causes the no contest thank you Daniel Spencer for for giving us that I appreciate that we all do uh next we've got uh oof man Morrissey versus Swan Ooh. um. And this one was going to be very interesting because number one, I feel like there's been some hints at uh, some someone possibly joining Morrissey soon. I think we still could get that, but they haven't gone above and beyond to do that. So that's good. Um, I also thought that we could get Willie Mack possibly at ringside. But we didn't. This was one v one, so I give them both credit for you know for doing what they did in the ring here. Especially Swan, my God, um, I thought we were going to get the bloody drooling Swan there for a while. <laughs> like we any longer, might have. Yeah, right. But um, man, uh, so Morrissey gets the win here. But just they are absolutely building a monster here. Yes, they are. Yes. They laughed, and they laughed, and they laughed, and they laughed. <laughs> oh, they're not laughing anymore. They're yeah, not they're laughing not laughing anymore. anymore. I got to say in regards to this is that I think it was a good choice for them to pair Rich Swan against him because who better to really put across uh, the art- articulate nature of needing to make this man a monster, and it's Rich Swan. You know what I mean? He's a former okay. champ. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, I'm just saying is that his ability to to sell what he needs to sell is just outstanding. I don't feel – not very many people rival Rich Swan in that aspect, I feel like. Yeah. He, he makes people look amazing. Yeah, one of the – one of, if not the best worker in the company. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He's for, got charisma. Oh, that too. Yeah. Charisma for miles. Well, you see that charisma when he gives him the, uh, as we like to call it, the Scott Steiner before the ending. (laughs) And for all those audio listeners, that's The Bird by Scott Steiner, which Rich Swan gives him as he's getting the beat or the the snot kicked out of him, shall we say. Uh, But once again, it just shows that. and, And remember, this is a guy, Rich Swan, world champion. Lost to Kenny Omega, beat Moose, W. Morrissey. I, I've already been saying this guy's got the rocket strapped to him. Look out, world title picture. He has a claim right now. He beat the former world champion. Mm-hmm. This could be a lot sooner than we all expect. Yeah. That he could be really in the main event picture. 
seems that way. Yeah, it's it's hard to tell how fast this is moving, but um, obviously Morrissey is there for championships. It's and I've I've said this once. I'll say it a million times. It's a redemption story for Morrissey, and so far I'm I'm absolutely loving what they're doing with him. He's in tremendous shape. His promos have been solid, if not better. And uh, his in-ring stuff, he's uh, he's connecting with these guys. He's working with a tremendous roster of guys. And he's uh, they're, they're getting his point across, you know. Yeah, I like those other guys. Like, I'm going to be nice to your face, and then I'll go bury you behind your back. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's it's so far so good for uh, Morrissey. He's uh, he is a, a monster on the move on a mission, and um, he puts away Swan. It's going to be very interesting to see what's next for Morrissey on the way to Slammiversary. You got to think there's something big in store for him. You know, coming yeah. up. Is Swan what's... done with him? Do you think he's done with Swan? Um. Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, do Swan and Willie Mack keep after him? Like, because they're both very tough guys and they're both very, you know, goal oriented guys. You know, once they got a goal set in mind, they don't stop until they get it. They could both go after him, which could include someone else for Morrissey to bring in. I mean, I'm just fantasy booking here. Um, that would make sense to me. Beyond that, I don't know what else you would do. I'm I'm very curious. I can't wait to see what they have next for Morrissey. Well, what would you guys do? What would number? What would you do with? Would you keep Swan with Morrissey? What would you guys do? I'm just curious before we go to the next match. Bill, you want to go first? Yeah. All right. I'll. I'd say, and you know me, I'm a big believer in in Morrissey, mm-hmm. and. I almost feel like you got to keep him with Swan, maybe and Mac for a bit, because if not, you got to put him in the main event. Um, <laughs> I just don't think, I don't know if there's a place for him to go other than the main event. So you put him here in the, you keep him in the upper card with uh, Swan, but like maybe you get into something with somebody else after Violent that, but design. it just feels like too soon. Yeah. Maybe Violent by Design, like maybe you get into the, but then you're definitely teaming him up, and he's been like a lone wolf. That's been the, the mm-hmm. W. Morrissey character. Yeah. So it would change a lot to team him up with somebody. Uh, they haven't gone that road. So, like, maybe he deals a little bit longer, maybe up till Slammiversary with uh, Rich and, and Willie, kind of going back and forth with them. But I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that person's not on the roster yet, uh, his next big feud. Because – Obviously, you look at it like Joe Doring. Like, I, you think he's going to deal with one of these big guys coming up. Uh, like, a Moose storyline would make a lot of sense. If for some reason they totally will get into it later, but if they take him out of the main event picture, uh, then, then that could make sense. But we don't even know what, what Morrissey is. Like, do you just want to say, like, an ultimate tweener? Well, he's, he's a bad he's a bad guy. I'll tell you that. He's <laughs> a very bad guy. Um, but he'll have to deal with this guy. You got hair on your booty cheeks. <laughs> oh, jeez, oh. Oh, jeez. That son of a bitch. <laughs> Alicia, what would you do next with these guys? 
I, I think I agree. I think I would keep him in with him for a little while. Uh, yeah. There, there's more storyline storytelling that could be done here, uh, and why not? Impact loves a slow burn. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Yeah, and they, and they had a good match. I, I, I don't, I don't think that's anything they'd really want to get away from. But oh, yeah. honestly, like he, Morrissey, he main evented Thursday to go the the go home show. Yeah. Um, and then he had a great match with Swan here. It's just, I, I don't know what you do with him if you're not going to put him, elevate him, going for titles pretty soon. He's just a monster. Like I don't know who stops him right now. Yeah, he he certainly does look unstoppable. Um, the dude, the dude wears tough. jeans. He's <laughs> yeah. He's a badass that just wears jeans. He, he goes shopping. <laughs> I, I hear he goes shopping with Joe Doring. Uh, <laughs> no, they probably go to the same store. Matching fur coats. Yeah, there you go. Oh, we need it. That'd be yeah. great. And, and honestly, Buckshot may have hit it here because it almost seems like it. Two-on-one handicap. Oh, jeez. And that's believable that he could win. He's booked so strong. Yeah. And and honestly, if that's how you book a Slammiversary match with those two versus Morrissey, and if uh, Willie Mack and Swan finally go over, it's not going to hurt Morrissey. Yeah, at knows. least in my opinion. Won. Yeah, yeah. You got to let the good guys win once in a while. But I do like the momentum behind Morrissey. So it'll be interesting to see what's next. All right, then we've got uh, Tennille Dashwood. Versus Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace just really trying to get something going here again. She's been in a pretty uh, pretty rough streak. A little bit of, of a slump. Uh, what's that? A little bit of a slump. Oh, just a little. Just a little. A touch. Yeah. Um, and especially against someone like uh, Tennille, who's mm-hmm. just, you know, hopping from partner to partner and situation to situation. Um, and, of course, behind all this, you've got <clears throat> Jordan Grace's relationship with um, Rachel Ellering, mm-hmm. which is also interesting. Um, Alicia, what did you think of this match? Um, I thought this was a good match. It was a good showing for Tennille against Jordan. Um, I was a little surprised with the with Jordan losing on this one, but co-responding with its storyline, it makes a lot of sense and further proves that I think that Jordan is losing her grasp on things. She is. She's unraveling, and it just throws everything else... Um, into flux, you know, her relationship with um, Rachel Ellering, her it's, future in the knockouts division, what's next for her is, you know. paranoid and it's playing out. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And we got a further taste of that tonight um, with her, her breakdown after the match uh, with Ellering. Whereas doesn't Trent keep saying that he thinks it's Ellering playing mind games or something? Well, when we're talking about Trent, we know the truth about Trent. <laughs> With this whole Ellering heel angle, he's just been... This is the good stuff. 
<laughs> right? Bill, your thoughts on this? <clears throat> good match, good storytelling. Um, the evolution of Tennille, this character, where I know, not me, not me, but a lot of people were like, what do you do with Tennille? It wasn't working. She found, she found her groove. The all about me, that the TV show, teaming up with Caleb with a K, all's working for her right now. Uh, her character has come into focus. Perfect knockout right now uh, for the division, for this type of character. Because really, you want to say, uh, filling a little bit of the void of Taya uh, with that type of character. Mm -hmm. I think she's doing a good job. Um, good talking, heelish, but likable in a way. Uh, so I think that that's perfect. Uh, and then you just see the the Jordan. <laughs> now, it, I know Trent because maybe it's so obvious. Oh, there it is. It's, <laughs> this guy. It's hey, like but, uh, but it's it's just it's wrestling 101 that Jordan Grace is turning heel right now. Uh, if it wasn't after this match, Rachel Ellering is still like she's practically Kylie Ray out there trying to cheer her up. It's not working. Uh, but I, I do not see uh, anything other than a Jordan Grace. Like Jordan Grace should be heel at Slammiversary. Yes. Yes. I agree. Yeah, I'm still I'm on the fence with that. I can see both sides of it. I mean <clears throat> the unraveling wait, wait, are, of Are you saying Rachel Ellering a heel? Are you seeing a side of that, J Bone? Or are you talking about something else? Yeah, because the way Rachel keeps talking to Jordan Grace is way <laughs> too bubblegummy. It's very bubblegummy. Very That's her character. Yeah. You're not and, buying it. No, I'm not. Ooh. That's, that's, that's why I could see Trent's um, side in this. But I also, with the unraveling of Jordan Grace, she's getting more and more upset. She's going to blow her top pretty soon. And what's going to happen with that? What What is the unraveling going to lead to? We will never be friends. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, I can I can see it going both ways. It's uh, it's hard for me to pinpoint exactly what's going to happen, but that's good. That's good. I don't I don't want Impact Wrestling to always be. I mean, some stuff is you can just predict it. Some stuff is you can kind of tell what's going to happen. This one. I'm not so sure, so I'm I'm digging this. <clears throat> so I, I do get the the little sliver of it because it just feels so obvious the heel turn. Yeah, like it's such paint by numbers with the heel turn. It's like if you looked up how to turn a heel, a face heel, they're going by the book. It's like oh, you lose. Like if she was a male wrestler, she'd grow a beard because it's so obvious. Because you know, if you have a beard, you've gone heel. <laughs> or change the color of your beard, like uh, like Hogan. <clears throat> there you go. <laughs> you get that shadow because it's five o'clock somewhere. That's right. That's right. So, um, but yeah, good match, and uh, and I do want to put Tennille over here. She did look great in this match with Jordan Grace. Then again, Absolutely. I've never. I've never seen Jordan have a bad match. Um, 
and I I've been I've been critical of Tennille, but it seems critical? like yeah, critical. <laughs> uh, it does seem like everything's uh, working pretty smoothly for uh, Tennille lately, so that's good. That's good. Things are starting to get in the groove for her. So, as the uh, classic song goes, but yeah, Tennille gets the win here. It'll be interesting to see uh, where both of these go from here on the road to Slammiversary. Next, we get uh, the Knockouts tag titles on the line. The Faya and Flava defending against uh, what I'll, I'll call a bit of an odd couple, uh, Susan and Kimberly. Uh, I want to go to Alicia first for this one. Your thoughts on this one? Again, another awesome uh, Tasha and Kira match. Uh, Susan and Kimber really showed out, but uh, unfortunately, they uh, could not conquer the Fire and Flavor Fest. <laughs> well, and there were no no shoes thrown. No, no. No heels. No heels. <laughs> <laughs> But it is good. Like I'm glad we're we're getting a more established tag team out of uh, the team that is Susan, uh, Kimber, and Diana. Uh, it, it, it's good for everybody all around to start uh, forming more tag teams uh, in our division. So, yeah. And I I gotta say I was shocked we did not get any supernatural shenanigans i no. really I, I really felt like we were gonna get like an aliens moment and sue young was literally gonna bust out of well not actually. <laughs> i have the runs something like, like that. a face hugger <laughs> yeah i really felt like sue young was going to make her presence known tonight just because hey, she kept all of her buttons <clears throat> yes. this is true this is true and no through no shoe throwing. I mean, wow! I just, just I really. Well, you knew you knew Sue was serious. Sue's in was serious yeah. with the kick she had on tonight. That's her. I'm a serious wrestler. Shoes. Trust me, I'm Susan. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. But <laughs> Iron Flava did not think as much of that. No, <clears throat> and I I want to say that um, Tasha steals. And and this isn't knocking. I'll, I said this during the um, <clears throat> I said this during the watch long, and I don't want this inferred as in I'm I'm knocking Kiera home. Whose uncle is this? If the eighties don't come back and get their uncle for real. Oh man, it's, it's <laughs> rough. It's a rough crowd. Um, I really feel like Tasha Steeles is standing out here. She's she's absolutely shining. If if you aren't sold on the chemistry and the position that this tag team is put in here, I don't know what to tell you. Because Tasha Steeles, especially, I mean, Kira Kier, Hogan is has been good, and it just feels to me like Tasha Steeles has really risen above everything and in my professional podcasting opinion mm. uh she within the next uh several months is going to be a contender for the knockouts championship yeah, i agree <clears throat> i'm sure if mark was here he would also agree 
Oh, yeah. Well, he's watching the show right now. I and feel you know like I'm, we, we should address that probably pretty soon, Jaybone, because we didn't yet. Yeah, he was uh, he was having all sorts of uh, issues. He wasn't the only one. No, it seemed like there was a few people out there had uh, issues trying to trying to watch the show. I mean, uh, Alicia's even cut out early. We'll get to that later. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, which thankfully she didn't miss too much, but right, right. Um, but yeah, it's that that is upsetting. If you don't get in there early, um, man, yeah, I hear it's uh, rough getting in there after it started. I don't know why. I didn't. I didn't tune in until maybe ten minutes after the show started, um, and I didn't have any issues. But I went right through the fight. Um, I don't know. Maybe it could be internet connection, all kinds of stuff. I don't know. Internet's weird, tricky, something I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> well, could be. It seems like uh, some people that work for Impact may not understand it either. Yeah, right. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I feel like if it's it's something to do with an app, it's got to be some kind of internet thing. I wonder what the tech issue is. Bandwidth. Need <clears throat> more bandwidth. Something. Just a better site in general. It felt like they were really upgrading everything, and then <clears throat> uh, maybe it wasn't. Um, <laughs> but, Bill, your thoughts on this match? Oh, you never can go wrong with uh, the Phi and the Flava. Uh, they, they've been knocking it out of the park as champs. So not surprised here. I, I would say going into this match, this was the one match where I'm like, no chance for Kimber and Susan, sadly. Uh, so she might tell my manager, but if it, it was not looking good for them from the get go, uh, but decent match. Um, I'm with you that as we were talking during the, uh, the, the show, uh, if you look at tag teams, you always have a workhorse and you have maybe the talker of a team. And that's what they've developed in with Tasha being kind of the workhorse in the team in wrestling, um, which, which makes sense. Uh, I, I think a lot of people don't know it. Tasha's a ring veteran. She's been a, she has a lot more of experience than Kiera. Um, it's like she's been working. She's trained. Right? Like she's she has a long history, like on the Indies, especially in the Northeast. I think she's like a dream match with a lot of the workers. Uh, so I see that possibly, I think you're right, J-Bone. I could see her entering the fray for that. Uh, Kiera, we know she's going to have a big future and impact regardless. She, she'll probably win multiple knockout titles herself. Uh, but I think Tasha probably at some point will go on her own. And this is really developing her just like Josh Alexander did with the North. Uh, I could see a very similar breakout from her at some point. Yeah, <clears throat> both of them. Yeah, um, although uh, Susan, we got to acknowledge that Susan <clears throat> has great lines, and I know our uh, good friend Lakers put it up uh, backstage before this match. Uh, Susan said after the match they will be known as Burnt and Bland. Fantastic line. Trust her. She is Susan. Yeah, Burnt and Bland. I was like, wait, what is that? <laughs> Oh man, and that also has to do with um, the promo leading into this. She was just like I, I really felt like we were going to get some kind of Sue Young presence here because I felt like something was just going to bust out of Susan because she's just unraveling. But she she kept it together here. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, not enough for a win, but uh, she she looked uh, yeah, she looked pretty good. Through the matches, uh, because remember, Susan's still learning. It's a very similar to like uh, Allie back in the day when she was learning how to wrestle. Uh, Susan's kind of learning how to wrestle in there a lot of the time. Uh, but it, it feels I, I don't know when the when they're going to pull that trigger, uh, and it could be it might not be Sue, it might not be Susie, it might be a fourth character because oh. we know she's got them, man, she's got them, uh, and they all have a different personality. It would not shock me if we see another. I still want to see. We saw the tease on stage between Susie and Sue, where they were both there at the same time. Yeah, I still want to see. Like maybe all three of them on the stage at the same time, uh, a match between two of them. I, I I feel they have still a lot they can do with these multiple characters, and yeah. I'd love to see them explore. Now, obviously, you're getting into a lot of like you're not going to have your typical match. You're going to go cinematic with stuff like that. But I think it would be fantastic. Oh, here we go. Yeah, Zach Zach Bonifer with the uh, uh, Suzette. There you go. There hey, it yeah. is. Susanna. Uh, oh, Susanna. <laughs> Susie Q. Who knows? You go in many directions. Oh, goodness. The options. Yeah. Don't give her any ideas. Who knows what we'll get? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm terrified. I still want the original back, though. Sue Young. Uh, I, at some point, you will. Although it is interesting that she's still Sue Young a lot on the indies. Um, I saw her for the Lariato show, what Rich is also on. She's advertised as Susie for that show. So it's nice. that, like it's almost like she's just like, yeah, I'll do Susie today. I'll That's do cool. Susan this weekend. Yeah, uh, I don't think like... Susan's really been on the Indies. And you got to remember, like Susan almost is like an impact only uh -huh. personality because remember for an indie show, she's not the, she's not a good wrestler. <laughs> like that's not her thing is being really a good wrestler, right, but she's right. a great character. Oh yeah, she's amazing. Um. Oh uh, yeah, so Fire and Flavor, Kier Hogan and Tasha Steeles retain here. Um, well, just saying that. Who do you think could dethrone them? Someone on the roster or someone not on the roster? Uh, well, they need. They still need more tag teams. And I feel like we're going to get some more very soon, sooner rather than later. Um, Maybe a tag team that's in the Slammiversary commercial? Oh, yeah. That's absolutely an option. And uh, we might even get more than that. Who knows? Um, we'll, we'll probably get some surprises, you know, ones that we're not even expecting. I can't wait to see who, who shows up. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I really wanted to see stars back, but it looks like they're staying in AEW, but, um, I wouldn't count them out completely. Yeah. You know? And if we're going to go internal, I think there's only one option after this past Thursday, Rosemary and Havoc. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I think that'll absolutely help Rosemary because, um, especially after, um, a loss to Deanna Prazo. They'll they'll want to get some reinforcements, you know. So we'll see. But um, all right. So next we got Decay. We get two Decay matches in a row. We get VBD defending 
uh, the tag team championships against Decay. Um, VBD represented by Rhino and Diener because uh, Doring already had a match. So um, it's and it's so it, it makes sense that on the web website they've got just the logo violent by design up there as um who are the champs because it just represents you never know who's gonna you know defend right them. right so it's not just doring and rhino as much as i was enjoying that that picture of them together so <laughs> who knows we should we should just get a group pick instead of the logo that'd be cool yeah and i and i and i know we talked about this the other day is i guess they now obviously if it wasn't before i think they recognized cody as a champion as soon as he was booked in this match obviously he defended it so he's obviously a tag team champion joe yeah. and rhino won them they're tag team champions is ey currently a tag team champion yes that's why it's <clears throat> that's why they just put the logo there on the site okay yeah, yeah the whole free bird rule is Sometimes a little convoluted, uh, yeah. but it's it does make for an intriguing matchup. You get to change things on the fly, which is nice. I mean, is he is he safe to work right now? Is he you know cleared? No, but that doesn't mean. I, he yeah, I think I heard grow. somewhere and it might have been via him was September October, which lines up right obviously with Bound for Glory. And the summer, there you go. So. Or. Hey, we'll Fred Herring, maybe, maybe he comes in next week. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, you never know. You never know what that uh, he's, he's very capable. I mean, he has that's one thing about Eric Young, and he's, he hasn't, I mean, he's probably been banged up in his career, but he's never really been injured. You're right. Oreo agrees. Yeah, Oreo's just having a ball tonight. <laughs> She's actually been very good tonight. She was curled up in a ball on top of my tower next to me for most of the show here. But now she's just, she's got to, she's got to come in here and she's got to say hello. Come here. Yeah. If, if we don't have our, our visits from a cat. It there's, <laughs> there she is. That's so cute. Her nose, her nose looks like a little heart. Yeah. That's, that's one of that's her, adorable. that's one of the traits that we love about her is, yeah. is she's got the little, the little heart. And it, when she was a lot smaller, it was even more prominent. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> it was you know legit. what we like to say here, <clears throat> TNI and Smash's podcast, come for the cats, stay for the rest. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Because yeah, <laughs> you never know who's going to, who's going to come in here. It could be, could be <laughs> Sabby. It could be Oreo. It could be Rocky. You never know. But uh, Oreo's been all about, all about the wrestling lately. It's, she's 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 my little Tennille Dashwood because it's all about her. That's oh, she favorite. just wants to know which one's Jay. Oh, I'm her favorite, so she knows who <laughs> I am. <laughs> all right. Um. But yeah, Decay. So we got Crazy Steve. And Taurus, and that's, yeah, see, she's going after my, my lollipops. If I toss this, go get it. Go get it. Jaybun on command. <laughs> she's playing fetch, but she doesn't play the other part of it. Um, Crazy Steve and 
Black Taurus versus uh, Diener and Rhino. And I'm really happy that Diener got the win here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know some people were predicting like a, a solid decay victory across the board. Right. But um, I'm really glad Diener got the win here because it felt like he was, even though VBD is still, you know, pretty dominant, stable. Mm-hmm. Um, Deanard's been having a few losses here and there. You know, he lost to Kojima. He lost one or two matches before that. Um, he really needed this. So this was a big test for, uh, you know, for Eric Young putting on him, saying, okay, you're going to team up with Rhino. You've got to keep these. It's all up to you. So for him to get the win here, uh, I felt was was great. And it just uh, just solidified them even more. What do you guys think? Billy, you want to go first? <laughs> I'd say, uh, yeah, obviously, violent by design. Now that Diener, I, I agree with you. I think Diener needed to get the win here. Uh, obviously, now, now they've all kind of played their part. Rhino brought the cup to VBD. Uh, then you had Doring just being a monster in there, and now you had Cody. Cody with the hey, no, well, well forget Cody. He's not Cody anymore. He's just Diener. Diener due to DDT, which I I gotta say I love it when what was a finisher is a finisher again. Uh, yeah. And you look at this very old school BBD with their finishers because yes. you have the pile driver of Eric Young, the DDT of Diener, you have the gore of Rhino and and during whatever he wants to do to you. <laughs> yeah. So that's perfect. That's very old school, uh, which is the feel of BBD. So I think this was done well. Still, Decay looked good in this. They didn't look bad. Crazy Steve's been looking great lately. Uh, oh, Bruce, welcome addition amazing. to Decay. I think you're going to still see a change with Decay, though. I feel there is something coming. Um, obviously, you have the three of them. I don't know if we've officially see Havoc as part of Decay. Uh, maybe another person in Decay. I I don't know. We'll see. But I, I feel that they will grow. I don't think it's just going to. I know it's always been three since they've done it. But I, I feel maybe it's Violent by Design will grow and Decay will grow with it. Yeah. So we could see that. You need a dueling stable. And yeah. If you're going to have it, you got to have someone else to be opposition. It's just interesting because would uh, Decay be considered heel or face in this? Because they're kind of like chaotic neutral heels, right? They, they usually are. But I think with fans, Rosemary has been over even when she yeah. was a heel. Yeah, that's true. So She's I think queen. the K would automatically just be faces. Right. Okay. They come off as tweeners, but in a in a in an audience, I think they're they're definitely faces in this feud. Although I'm gonna go nuts for Joe Doring wherever he is. <laughs> so true. it may look like they're faces as well, but I'm sure he'll come over and like look at me and I'll crumble before him. <laughs> because just a look from Joe Doring will knock you out. And, oh, and, and that slow poke hasn't been here for any of our Joe Doring talk. 
I am just very sad by this. Hopefully he winds up uh, being there next uh, for Thursday and uh, maybe in the comments. But there you go. we know he's, he he might be the biggest Joe Doing fan of them all. Well, I mean, he he might have he might have seen him, you know, second match in and fainted for the rest of it. <laughs> Good of, that's that, 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 that's Joe Dorn. He's the Chuck Norris of wrestlers. Oh, just yeah. think of all those things. If, if remember, he went to Chewbacca, and Chewbacca just gave him his fur and said, "I don't need it. You're Joe Dorn." He manscaped out of that. He just manscaped himself. Yeah, that's that's right. Come on, Manscaped. Where where are you at? <laughs> if not, J-Bone's gonna have to answer to checkers what happened in that parking lot. Oh no, 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 no. No. No, no. Let's <laughs> let's let's not go there. Um <laughs> st- Statue of Limitations. Um <laughs> Alicia, save me here. Uh talk about this match. <laughs> Uh, y'all noticed that uh, Diener spent most time in the ring over Rhino? Yeah. A lot of time. And so I, I, I don't know. I don't, maybe I'm, I, you know me, I always tend to read too into things, but what is the significance behind that? Is that because he's handed them a lot of losses that he had to make up for uh, by doing that? You know what I mean? Like, you got to do the grunt work. I'm like... Psychologically, it could be. It felt like this paper, <laughs> well, Impact Plus special was almost, I wouldn't call it a reset, but okay. it was looking at a different way for a couple different storylines. Mm-hmm. Like, Diener's been losing on Impact on Access TV, but he looks very strong right. in this tag match. He yeah. gets the win, he gets most of the in ring work. So, that's something there because it feels like that was a, a that happened a couple other times during the show where it was like, People that were not on TV maybe doing something looked very good tonight on this pay-per-view. Madman Folden being a perfect example of that. Yeah. Uh, but he looked like a monster equivalent of almost W. Morrissey tonight. Yeah. And he hasn't done that as much on TV. He hasn't really been on TV as much. So it, it was an interesting way for them to capitalize on, which I know they, they knew they were going to get a ton of viewers on the app tonight uh, because of the main event. So it's just interesting how they're maybe turning some storylines around on us or maybe giving some focus to other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, VBD retains here. And I don't, I don't have a clue what's, what's going to come next for them. Oh yeah, the, the yeah. Who's the next contenders in the tag division? That's a very good question right now because there's probably not an obvious tag team number one contender right now. Mm-hmm. So it feels like that's something that's gonna have to solidify itself over TV over the next couple weeks. Yeah, uh, because you're right. Like the obviously the Good Brothers lost. Uh, I don't see a long term Sammy Tommy Dreamer relationship. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. They're gonna have to start making some inroads with some tag teams. Uh, well, Sammy's busy. Yeah, if you're gonna keep Ace and Madman together, that could be it. Because Madman was dominant tonight. Ace was kind of out of the picture. Uh, but it's easy enough. In one week, he's strong again because he's Ace. So 
but yeah, that's 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 gonna be a tough one. Yeah, I mean, I, if if you reconstruct the X division match and and make that uh, you know bigger and better, stronger, more insano for uh, for the pay per view, or do you put Fulton and Ace? I mean, once Ace wakes up, of course, you know he may not remember anything. Uh, and Fulton just goes, oh yeah, we're, we're, uh, you know, we're going to go for the tag titles and Ace just goes, oh, okay, whatever. So <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Uh, then we get uh promo number three from Macklin. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, this was a lot of fun and, uh, man, if there isn't some kind of, uh, endorsement by, uh, Jameson behind this, I don't know what we're going <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I missed this. I didn't get to see it. Uh, well, it is. Uh, I'm sure they've retweeted it, but I believe this is one that he already had on YouTube even before this. Uh, so it feels like he, I guess he put three promos out there. So this is the third one to air. So I don't know. Maybe we see Macklin uh, or Mr. Mayhem, as he calls himself, uh, this Thursday. Maybe. Yeah, we're going to see him absolutely sooner rather than later. I don't think we're going to wait till um, we're we're absolutely going to see him before uh, Slammiversary. Yeah, yeah, I it feels like the timing was much like Deanna last year. Uh, so I honestly, yeah. I I think I think we're seeing him Thursday. I I don't I'm, I think I'm going to be surprised if we don't see him Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. What would you, um, if you could throw him in a feud, what would you do first? I'm not even sure. Hmm. It's a good question. It's a good question, Jacob. Yeah. Um, I don't see him in the X Division. So, and, and the X Division is very full right now. He's coming in solo, so that's not the tag team division. That's Oreo. But not, or, not Oreo. <laughs> so you're looking at a feud, and you wouldn't want to bring him in with somebody that's like a, a recent debut, like a Morrissey, just for him to run over. That's what they do down south with the uh, TNT title and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, we don't book like that at Impact Wrestling. Uh, so that's a great question. Uh, it's going to be intriguing on how they deal with that. Because I now that's where you see, how about this? Well, see, he's hurt. This would seem like you go through a gatekeeper of Impact Wrestling. So who are the gatekeepers of Impact Wrestling? Eddie Edwards may not be available. Eddie Edwards could be a good first feud. Yeah. Um, Willie Mack, he also is a good first feud, as we've seen. So I think those those guys may, maybe Willie if he's not in something with Morrissey, maybe even in the Rich Swan, because uh, they're like you want a company guy. I'm thinking to go through. Uh, so we'll we'll kind of see where that goes. Um, but beyond that, uh, I'd have to I'm, I'm thinking through the card and see who else could possibly make sense. But I think we have to see. It's one thing for the promos, which are like EC3. They were they weren't specific. They were in general what he's going to do. So you could almost go, he could feud with anybody in the roster, really. Honestly, I think what we're going to get from him is 
uh, I think a really easy thing for him to do would be to wait for someone that he used to be tied with in a former tag team because that's what we've been getting uh, hints at for uh, Slammiversary is we've been getting those little flashes of the forgotten. So, like, maybe he beats up, like, for instance, Suicide and a couple, maybe the Winker. People like, <laughs> well, like, like you're saying, like, like maybe, hey, maybe that's Sam Beal's first match in a while. Or he goes, he starts slowly stalking some faction or some tag team. And it's just little, little subtle things. Like he just all of a sudden shows up during promo time, like, huh? want to introduce myself, you know, and it doesn't really pick an opponent, just, you know, just putting the feelers out there. Yeah, like he could do something with uh, Violent by Design, because remember, W. Morrissey debuted as like a mercenary for Violent by Design that was a one-off. So maybe he does approach something with Violent by Design, but then obviously doesn't go with them. He doesn't become part of them. Like maybe it's EY coming in when he cuts his promo debuting and says the world belongs to us. Yeah. But, but you need something, you need a storyline to fill in that time before, like if you're waiting on a tag team, yeah, obviously that's still a little while away. So you're going to have to do something in the meantime to start establishing him. And then you're like, and here's my partner now. Yeah. 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 That could certainly happen. You know what? And Dead Punk Gage, good to see you back. That's a pretty good one. Like, I wasn't thinking X Division at first, but uh, Trey, I think that would be a decent fit. If Trey's not involved in like an X title picture, because he's got the passion. And who knows? He could kind of follow in that vein of the passion. This is true. This is true. And, um, Macklin seems very focused. Um, almost, almost military esque. I'm not. It's it's hard to tell. You know what it is. Yeah, um, and in the meantime, he could go against the swing man and Hernandez. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and for those of you who don't know, I brought this up during the uh, watch along. One one person who he cannot face anymore is Davari, because Davari. Oh wait, wait! Uh, do we do want to play the jingle, J Bone? <laughs> oh, <laughs> the people love the jingle, J Bone. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, we'll play the jingle. A little late in the show. That's why you got to stick around. You might get the jingle. Here we go. Jiminy Christmas. And now, filling in. For Trey, this is Bill with J-Bo's News, coming to you live on TNI Special Podcast. Oh, Bill with J-Bo. Searching for my fake wrestling news. That's funny. Thank you, Bill. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, if you guys didn't see it already, I'll let you know. Uh, Davari is no longer with Impact Wrestling. He has gone back to the WWE 
to be a producer. So we wish him well on all his future endeavors. Uh, <laughs> I, I will say this. Uh, he looked like a million bucks in the ring. The few matches that we had him in, uh, he, he absolutely did not stink up the joint. And uh, I wish he stuck around for more because it was great to have a guy like him to, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Just, uh, you know, you need someone for a match uh, to, to build up someone new. Perfect. You know, an established veteran like that. But um, so, yeah. So, yeah, Demar is gone. Well, he seemed like he was uh, definitely working uh, the system while he was uh, away because he wasn't just he wasn't exclusive to impact. Obviously, he was working MLW. Uh, I thought I had seen him at, uh, heard he was down at NWA. Someone confirmed that uh, earlier. So it seemed like he was definitely uh, working almost everywhere in wrestling uh, while he was gone. But I, obviously he seems like a guy that that was his, uh, well, well he, he never really, he almost never really left. And as stuff opening back up again, it seems like that's the case where they're bringing some of these people back. So. Yeah. And hey, you know, he's, you know, I'm, I'm sure they're going to pay him well. And um, I'm just glad that Impact was able to use him for a while. Yeah. Well, and now, now the interesting thing is, I believe he was working with the X Division. So I guess it'll be do they bring anyone else in for that? Or does just some other hats kind of be uh, moved around there at Impact and other people pick up the slack? Uh, we'll see. Because the X Division has been hot lately, as we've been saying. Yeah, yeah, they have been. I would, I would assume with PD being around more, maybe you go to a veteran like that to help produce. And that could it. make sense because the timing wise, PD's become much more of a a factor, but more on screen. But that doesn't mean he can't do both. Yeah, and you do have some veterans. So you have Saban and company. Yeah, that too, that too. So, oh my goodness, what is my cat? What is my cat doing? She's just jumping all over the place, having a ball. All right. All right, we continue. Uh, so next we got Rosemary versus Deanna Perrazzo defending the Knockouts Championship. Oh, my allergies are starting to kick in. Uh, Elisa, kick us off with the uh, your thoughts on the Knockouts match. Um, you know, I thought this was a really good match. Uh, Deanna really went to town working on the weak points of Rosemary's arm and leg, especially when she ripped that leg brace off. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Wow, it was pretty brutal, man. It's like normally Rosemary it puts up quite a fight, and I feel like she lost control of this one relatively quickly. Uh, wow, these two ladies really <laughs> smacked it down, I'll say. It told a good story, absolutely. Yeah, always. Yeah. I mean, look at it. it's Deanna and Rosemary. So, of course, storytelling, wrestling, it's all going to be on point. Absolutely. Period. Bill, what'd you think? No, good match here. Uh, Deanna, obviously, making her case, best female wrestler in the world. Uh, when we saw Rosemary, I guess, first get in the, the Venus de Milo and uh, she, she it looked like she was done. Uh, but then she does get to the ropes. Uh, so she's showing the, some some strength there. Good ring awareness. Um, 
But then, then she kind of changes everything and uh, goes after and gets rid of that, that the knee brace. And I'm almost wondering, just she performs for a little bit after that, is that a sign? Because we've been noticing Rosemary been looking better and better in the ring lately. Does she not need the knee brace anymore? And was that goodbye knee brace? Uh, are we seeing like a, a new Rosemary? Uh, we'll see. It feels like they're definitely, I, after this, I, I don't think we're going to see her in the knockouts title picture probably for a little bit, but it feels like the knockouts tag titles is probably next on the, on the horizon for Rosemary and the hive. So we'll see. I, I think obviously Rosemary's a fixture in the knockout programming. Uh, if there is a show coming maybe pretty soon, um, she'd be a, a lead in that. So I, I We'll see if it's going to be on TV or if the Build the Slam anniversary is Fire and Flava versus Rosemary and Haddock. That's what it feels like. Uh, but definitely, she, like when she, after she hit that spear on Deanna, it's like, well, could, could it really happen? Uh, yeah. But then Deanna switched up because when's the last time she's not won a match by submission? She hits the pile driver. Yeah, yeah, this is true, which which just makes her even more of a badass because you never know what she's going to pull out. It, it, exactly. <laughs> and then that adding to the arsenal, we know right now she's scheduled to be in Triple Mania uh, and I believe title versus title there. Uh, that, so That's in the middle of August. So yeah. yeah. So I like that to be post-anniversary, but she's still scheduled for that. So it just leaves some different flexibility for how she can win matches. Because that's the only thing. Like, Kenny, as he's the, going around, he has a pin finisher. He doesn't have a submission finisher. When you're working with other companies, submission finishers, some companies I don't think would take kindly to having their people tap as much. Yeah. So I think having a finisher that's not a submission uh, could help her if she's going to be a belt collector as well. Yeah, she might be. I mean, man. I mean, honestly, she can't go too many places and collect belts, but you never know what they have. have well, they now they did mention about Britt Baker. They mentioned Britt Baker during this match. Did they? Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, I didn't catch that either. But I heard you mention it after. Yeah. So that's they. They have not done that before. So because they they were going back and forth on social media, and Josh once again, that's why he's the goat. Bring a little something to it. Josh is bringing up that uh, that that Twitter feud. They they're kind of talking about have it doing something together. So we'll we'll see. Well, they're always putting each other over. Yeah, so there's an absolute mutual respect there. Uh, I'm pretty sure they absolutely want to have the match. It's just where do you have it and how do you set it up? So. I mean, I don't think you have to build a ton of story behind it, you know, just because it is so unique. But um, you, you should do a little something with it. So yeah, just because one aud one audience may not know who the other is. So, um, but yeah, this was great. Uh, really interesting how uh, Diana Perrazzo took Rosemary's. Uh, brace off at the end there that really changed the story and made it a lot more intense because mm -hmm. it was like oh what are you gonna 
what are you going to do with it? Are you going to you take it off and beat her with it, get a DQ finish? But uh, that's really that's really not Deanna Praza's style. I mean, she's been beating girls pretty clean from what I remember lately and pretty significantly too. So, um, but yeah, great match. Told a great story. Um, so yeah, we'll see what's next for both of them on the way to slam anniversary. Now <laughs> on to the main event. This. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's uh, quite a few people actually. <laughs> uh, Traveling down to Jacksonville. <laughs> We're on the road. Hey, Impact Wrestling, it's great to be here tonight. We should say, hey, Tony Khan, it's great to be here tonight. Yes. We all went to Daly's place for this one. <laughs> um, Moose going to Daly's place, entering enemy territory. He truly was against all odds. Um Man, I, I don't know if you ever heard a title of a pay-per-view more be more significant than this in a while. My God, mm-hmm. uh, man, he really was against all of us. Bull crap. Yeah, especially what happened to him. My God. Um, well, let's let's uh, let's break this down. Um, I was hoping. I think we all were hoping that uh, Moose would get his classic entrance here. That's one thing I was really looking forward to. And just because it is a bigger venue and hoping it would, you know, just, just a bigger presence in general mm-hmm. for Moose. Uh, and I was, so I was really happy with that. The start was great. Um, Kenny, of course, coming out with Don Callis. You got Tony Schiavone. Scott Demore on uh, commentary. Wish I'd thought of that. Yeah, you, you could have if you could have, but uh, uh, well, I won't go there yet. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, but I, I will yeah. say, I, I will say, I did enjoy the match. Um, okay, so so Buckshot Kid says, love the main event, but the AEW crowd ruined the match for me. It it made me like zero fans. Uh, yeah, they had a bunch of like Cody Rhodes students, a bunch of the lower card guys out there. And so, I mean, I, I appreciated it for what it was. It did feel... Uh, awkward at times because I mean they're they're rooting they were rooting for someone that wasn't even on their roster. Okay, that's number one. So I mean, yeah. So Moose was the babyface here, which was also unique. Kenny, of course, is the heel. So you you'd think the hometown crew would, you know, cheer the hometown guy, but that's not the way it was. Here. Well, I don't think they wanted us to think that either. I think because yeah. right. they never point out ever that these are wrestlers, they wanted to make it feel like oh that they're they're random Jacksonville people, they're yeah. Florida people just 
they roamed in and stumbled upon a wrestling match. <laughs> yeah. They're just driving past. Hey, just passing through. It's like, just, it's like the old impact zone at Universal Studios. It's like, it's hot outside. What's going on in this? What's going on in here? What's going on in this air conditioning? What's this impact zone? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the impact zone moved over to Daly's place. And, uh, you know, we got a temporary impact zone here. I did enjoy the match. I know, uh, Bill, you said during the watch along that you felt like the beginning of the match felt, uh, what's that word, wonky? Yeah, uh, it, was, it, was, it was slow. <laughs> Uh, it was a slow build. Uh, I know Truck, our good friend, was in the uh, reaction show as well. And yeah. at one point, he jumped into our Discord uh, in the description. Obviously, I jump on there because there's always stuff going on. But yeah. he's like, like, <laughs> I, I don't want to put words in Truck's mouth, but he's like, is this match bad? <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> up until that point, it's like, I'm like, say it. Because... You weren't 100% wrong. Um, I think the beginning of this match, for whatever reason, because when they've been in multi-man matches together and got into the ring together, they looked pretty good. But were they doing certain spots, combos? Yes, because of their multi-man matches. So to start, it was definitely an awkward start. And it, and I will, we should also address Bruce, uh, Moose comes out all bandaged up on his shoulder. Selling yeah, some soul, shoulder injury that yeah, I don't think his, ever happened on TV. Yeah, his shoulders all all taped up with the uh, uh what was he? What do you call that kind of tape? Athletic oh, I... tape, <laughs> <laughs> compression tape. I don't know. It's it's some kind of medical term. Um, yeah, I, I, anything, I forget. Maybe he's not injured. He just did it as preparation because a lot of them use it as a means to like relieve, just in case. Could be. You know, Could be. it's like a protectant in a way. Yeah, and maybe because he knew the type of match he was going to work with Kenny Omega, yeah. uh, that he would take a lot of abuse there. So yeah. maybe that was maybe it was proactive. Oh, and keto there we go, tape. Bell's boy. Yeah, yeah there, KT keto tape. Keto there tape. Yeah, yeah, the keto keto, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Potato, potato. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so so that and I don't know if that was so. Yeah, I mean, hopefully he's fine. I oh. I have not heard anything, uh, and it could have been just to help tell a story better. You know, it, limb work, pick a limb, work on it. Great, easy storytelling. Oh. Yeah. Now, now I, I missed this comment if they said it, but. They, it sounds like they were selling it from the Sammy match. Commentary said it was from the Sammy match. Oh, okay. 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 All right. I'd have to go back and see. I didn't pay so. attention to the commentary. I, I just, yeah, I will say I this. And this is another this thing. A couple things. The, the fans uh, were a big distraction during this match. because and, and that's been my whole thing with a lot of the AEW until they brought people back was I I wasn't a fan of piped in chants, but give me a piped in chant over these wrestlers not knowing what and when to chant and being all over the place. It just feels so live audience forced. It, it kills it. Uh, so there was that aspect. The other one, not the best. Like this group did not work on an ounce. Scott yeah. Demore, very good color guy. When he's done the Impact Plus specials, very good. Don, yeah. 
I think he's one of the best color men in the business. Fantastic. Tony? Eh. Oh, Tony was in that group <laughs> Tony, as well? Tony Schiavone was not Tony not not, not Tony oh, Khan. Okay, Tony, Tony Schiavone. He was the uh, <laughs> Tony Tony's. Yeah, yeah. Tony Tony Tony. Tony Baloney, Jesus. Back Christ. from the nineties, Tony Tony. <laughs> not here. Um and I don't know, like him on lead, maybe it's okay for YouTube, but on a pay-per-view, he wasn't cutting the mustard here. Um, and I, I'll give him credit. He was relying on the two color men to, to yeah. do a lot. Uh, so he was just calling moves for the most part and having them yeah. fill the air. But Scott and Don, I think I felt like they were just talking over each other half the time. Uh, yeah. Like they, they didn't mix well together. Uh, and then, then Tony, obviously, he's maybe in like 1987 he was good, but not now. Um, so they weren't adding a lot to the match. Uh, and, I, and at one point, Tony, all he knows how to do is to go into AEW commercial mode. And for like two minutes, he just talked about, and coming up on Dynamite. Like, it's, what? This is, it, you're a main event for Impact Wrestling? And I'm hearing about Jungle Boy getting a title shot? Are you kidding well, me? it's because they didn't get a commercial in, so yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. Well, it's... Come on, man. Come it's, on, man. It's I'm I'm gonna is. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> let I'm gonna let this match go on in this great place and for letting you guys do that you gotta you know put over the next uh AEW dynamite for a couple we'll seconds see, if, if it turns into something else like impact does a show there or there really is a joint show there at some point then maybe it made sense, but it just seemed like so disconnected from the rest yeah. of the show. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I hear you there, and I didn't. I didn't even notice Tony say that because, like I said, you know, I was listening to the commentary half the time. It was between between the commentary, the match, and the, the you know the fans. Um, so some stuff was real distracting, but uh, overall, I felt like the match was okay. Yeah, <clears throat> it wasn't like the best match that I think they could have done, but I know Kenny is working banged up, which I think uh, slowed it down a little bit. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. That's a, that's a shame. Yeah. And if you looked at him, he's got the, you know, the, the cupping the, bruises the, and the all cupping that. All yeah. Over, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I believe that. I believe that there's something going on there. Um, so then, okay. So then, let's go on to what happened at the end. Oh, jeez. Now, now this is yeah. <laughs> uh, Everything else right. is debatable until you get to this. So I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I, I, this is not debatable. at The end of this. I was. I was happy to see the young bucks. I kind of assumed we were going to get something like that because, of course, you took the good brothers out of the match. You took them out of the situation. Scott, you put them in a match so that they wouldn't be interfering with with Kenny. But you also allowed the match to take place in enemy territory. And the Good Brothers are not the only tag team who is associated with the world champ. Enter the Young Bucks. Well... I will give credit. Now, I didn't even notice this because it's 
you really have to listen and look. So when we were doing the reaction, it was not easy to pick up. But Garrett Kidney on the and then Impact retweeted it. He put the video up and Matt, or as I'll call him, uh, what uh, Max. Max Buck. He actually says like he actually says Max and Jeremy Buck are back or something like that. He says, yeah, yeah. So I will give credit to, to go back to Generation Me because that's how they should because that's that's obviously what they were on TNA. So at it's least they funny, did yeah. go Gen Me, which I appreciate that. And yeah. and it seems like that was the only way to get, I guess, some of these names to show up. The whole crossover everyone's been asking for this whole time was to be there to do it in some form was the only way it was going to happen. Like too bad Rich Swan during that angle. This didn't happen back then. Um, like, I don't know now, is it, is it too little too late or can, can, can it evolve from here? Like, that's the one okay thing about this. You get the young, you get Jen, me involved. Uh, obviously you get Sammy involved. So that obviously opens the door to Moxley with the Sammy connection. So are you now opening these doors up to maybe make Slammiversary even bigger? I think it certainly opens the door to uh, Generation Me, you know, Young Bucks doing something at Slammiversary. What? I'm not sure. Um, you know, like Team Impact versus Team AEW, you know. Good Brothers and uh, Young Bucks versus, I don't know. Or is it more Scott Demore, Team Scott Demore team versus Team Callis? Because Callis, what he does at the end here, after um, the Young Bucks take out Moose with the V-Triggers, which is... It's the exact same way that they took out Mox. Mox is written off TV now, indefinitely. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, so Renee is about to have a baby. So. Yes. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. So would I love to see that? Yeah. Um, which is also probably why uh, another reason why Cardona jumped in the whole Nick Gage thing in the Indies because. Renee probably put her foot down and said, look, how long are you going to do this with Nick? I'm about to have a baby. It's, you know, <laughs> I can't have you, you know, we can't have have uh, hamburger meat daddy running around the house. That's, That's what funny. you get when you deal with the king. It's yeah. MDK. All day. Uh, <laughs> it's a kid show when, when it's just us here, J-Bone and Alicia. Yeah. So... <laughs> So, um, so yeah, it, it certainly could be a, a team, team AEW, team Callus versus uh, team Impact Scott Demore. Who or, knows? As the TNI Curse says, which I love the logo for the TNI Curse. Uh, could it be Team Elite? Oh, the Elite, oh, sure, okay. yeah, because that's what they're they call themselves, yeah. So. Um, it's yeah, they've they've strayed away from Bullet Club for you know that that's that's a no brainer. I was kind of waiting for that to happen. Um, they reference it on Impact though, Bullet Club a lot because once in a while, maybe yeah. more because of the New Japan stuff. 
Yeah, that's just the relationship that's blossoming now. Um, so Callus gets down to the ring. Uh, or I should say he goes, he starts heading down to the ring once uh, Sammy shows up. He ice Look at this dumbass. Yeah, exactly. He shows up. He ICUs himself into the ring from Daly's place. I mean, man, you, you know, we all talk about this, uh, you know, the undead realm and all this stuff. Man, I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if we should be talking more about the ICU thing more. Although, even before this happens, though, J-Bone, we got to talk the immediate reaction of Coach Scott DeMore on commentary. He's yelling, this is bullshit, bullshit. He's, he's, he's freaking out, man. So at the ending, yeah. at the ending, well, once the, like it's a Hebner, one, two, three, um, he's not happy about this. And we saw, well, here's the big thing. And you know, I, I keep bringing it up. I'm going to keep bringing it up. Sammy Callahan, Slammiversary main event after a DQ, which just happened to the Moose. How's he not inserted into that main event after what happened here? Yeah, it's, it's starting to look like a throughway. It's pretty much got to be. Yeah. Which you could say that's what it felt like it had to be once they made this against all odds main event. It's like no one's going to be happy unless they're all in there at Slammiversary. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, now so, we're to ICU. Yeah. So Callahan comes in. Uh, Don Callis runs down to the ring. I'm going to pull an IV, uh, an EVP thing here. I'm an EVP. I can make these decisions, blah, 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 blah. You're fired. Well, it's better than saying. I have seen that penis. Yeah, well, certainly. So uh, he fires Sammy Callahan. Scott DeMore jumps off a commentary as well then, chases him up the ramp or, you know, towards the tunnel. Sammy Callahan is visibly upset in the ring, cursing. This is bullshit. And that's where the pay-per-view ends. Now, where did it cut off for you, Alicia? Um, just as soon as Callis said you're fired. Okay. So you're okay. So, well, so I you didn't miss much, but no. I, I thought I did because I'm like, what the hell? It's just dead air. Like <laughs> Right, because you didn't know how long but how much longer it was gonna miss you know, exactly, was gonna go exactly. to the top of the hour or what. Um, but no, you didn't miss much. All you missed was Scott DeMore running off of commentary, chasing Yeah, uh, bringing Don back through the tunnel. Yeah, like what did yeah, you do? Oh. Yelling at waving his arms, what did you do? And then the reaction from Callahan getting fired. So, <coughs> oh, which was not obviously not addressed. Uh, like he didn't say, "Well, no, you can't fire." Like that wasn't addressed any of that. So our leaving of this is Sammy is fired. From yeah, what we saw for now. We're just going so in with... the main event if he's fired because he's not. Yeah. Right. Sorry about your damn luck. Sorry, I feel like that's going to backfire on Don <laughs> on Thursday. I think that's... Like, yeah, you know, about that. Mm. <laughs> now, for anybody that did watch yeah. Invicta on Friday night, they did play a commercial. I don't think Impact's released it yet, but there it was a commercial for Thursday. And 
we kind of have an idea of what's going to possibly be happening because I believe it's a, an anthem, a high-ranking anthem official is going to be showing up on Thursday. I think we can let that cat out of the bag. I'm sure that commercial is going to air sometime over the next day. Right, yeah. For reels, it, reels. It, 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 it aired last night. Someone on Twitter noticed it but it didn't catch any fire. No other dirt sheets caught it. So not a lot of people saw it. So that's good because yeah. it really kind of spoiled. It didn't spoil the ending of this pay-per-view, but. Heavy going. Hmm? <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, what the heck? What? Yeah. We won't get into the other, the other stuff in there, but at least that one, because that's, at least we know what's going to be addressed. Yeah. So, um, but Alicia, your your thoughts on everything in the main event? Um, again, I feel like every time it comes down to it, I was really rooting for Moose in this. And, uh, I, yeah, I was too. You're not the uh, only one. I, I, I just, I don't know anymore. What is life? I'm having an existential crisis in regards to what they're doing with this man. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, because it really begs the question because you heard all the, you know, back and forth online. You know, is he is he re-signed? Is he not? You know, and the, the result of this pay-per-view was going to weigh heavily on that. So, It yeah. weighs heavily on me. I'll tell you that much because I just don't know anymore. <laughs> Uh, Bill, any final notes? (laughs) Yeah, we do know, obviously, it it was no secret. Uh, Moose was coming up on free agency. Uh, It went back and forth on yes or no if he resigned, uh, depending on what you want to believe. It seems like he he may have, but we don't know that for sure. Um, So this ending could play a part in that. Uh, It kind of was all over the place. Um, obviously we'll learn a lot on Thursday on where they're going with Moose because as of now, Sammy was booked in the main event. He was fired by Don Gallus. We we're all pretty sure that's not going to stick. Uh, but where does that play with Moose right now? And are they playing off? Is there a Moose injury angle? Because we didn't think much of it, but they're, they were hinting that he was already hurt in the match with Sammy. Um, and then after the beatdown, if you want, obviously in AEW land, John Moxley's out for, I guess, months because of a generation Pretty. knee beatdown. <laughs> so I don't know if that'd be the same here. Uh, but Moose is a big guy. I, I doubt he'd be uh, off his feet that long. So, yeah. uh, so I, we'll see. Uh, obviously, I I was not a huge fan of the ending of this. Uh, I do like that maybe it gets some more faces that's that will draw interest uh if you get more buys and people talking about slammiversary that's a good thing if there is more aew connections that's probably a good thing as well so i see that i just i, I think justice for moose hashtag justice for moose yeah. um it feels like he should have he should be world champion and when this match was happening at against all odds instead of slammiversary it, it's kind of like the writing was in the wall on the wall that it wasn't going to happen uh, it still could happen at anniversary. We'll see. Would, would, that, I'll, I'll hold my final decision until probably this Thursday. 
Uh, but we'll see. If, if obviously if it's Moose leaving, and I don't think that's what it is, but if it were to be that, it would be just a huge missed opportunity that will go on for. We'll talk about. I'll mention probably every show for a while. Um, <laughs> but we'll, we'll see. I, I my hope is that's not the case. Um, yeah. And they still, if anything, it's going to be what you would expect. Like Kenny, whenever he loses the title, probably won't even get pinned for the title. Uh, it'll probably be a multi-man match and he'll, he'll look very good during all this where he never even got pinned by an impact wrestler, yeah. uh, which isn't shocking. But if you're getting a, a wrestler like that, I guess you can't expect it, but I know a lot of impact fans will not be happy. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll see. Yeah. But it, it was a completely dusty finish. So here's to you, dusty. Yeah. <laughs> He's cheering somewhere, right? Um, but yeah, <clears throat> we just got to wait and see what the, the build to Slammiversary is now. It's uh, It looks like it's going to be a good story. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see, you know, how everybody fits in, you know, where. Um, so, all right. So we're going to get out of here. It is late. I've been sitting here a long time. As you have also been, Bill. Um, and I'm sure I don't want to get this uh, too late for Alicia either. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to get out of here. Actually, no, it's just my allergies. I feel like shit. I'm going to get out of here. Mm. Uh, but <laughs> I feel you on that. So uh, let's let's do the uh, the socials and let's uh, let's jump ship. Alicia, kick us off. Oh, Alicia, oh, kick okay. us off. Okay, kick us off. All right. So you can find me right down here on Alicia B. Cakey at only Instagram and Twitter. Nothing else. No more. All right. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so All you right, Bill. You can find me on the Twitter. Same thing. Twitter and the Instagram, the infamous Instagram. Uh, at my name, William M. Gardner, G-A-R-D-N-E-R. Plenty of pictures that will at some point – be uploaded i'm trying to get them all so it's a lot to go through so thousands thousands yeah, this is one of these days his his instagram is just going to explode with like 1500 pictures for be like you now go through them i go through them you guys go through them every day you you, you look at them and then you tell me all about it everyone thinks this stuff's easy just do like six dozen a week easy <laughs> So, and for me, you can find me at uh, Jbone5150, uh, host of Smash This Podcast, co-host, of course, of TNI, wherever you're watching. Thank you very much for joining uh, tonight. This was a big show. Great card. Uh, we are officially on the road to Slammiversary. Uh, thanks for joining. And, uh, yes, yeah, as far as the rest of the socials, you can get those down in the description. Jump into Discord. Uh, the Patreon's brand new. We'll be doing the Sunday dinner tomorrow night. Thank you, Bell's Boy, for bringing that up. Um, so, And I don't know who's all going to be in for that. I think Trent's going to be back. He was just way too wrestling. You know, he just had enough of the wrestling for uh, 24 hours. So <laughs> sounds like he's going to be back. Uh, hopefully Marcus, too. And and uh, we'll, we'll talk... We'll probably get everyone else's opinions then on the pay-per-view as part of the Sunday dinner, along yeah. with some other stuff. So. Yeah, and, and what I'm hearing, I, <clears throat> we, we touched on it earlier about 
the issues with Impact Plus. Uh, somebody said it might be on the free version of Impact Plus right now. So you might I be able to watch the whole show even if you don't have the paid version. So yeah. definitely check out Impact Plus. Uh, if you didn't see the show or had issues with the show, uh, you might be able to see it now. But if for some reason you're not, you don't have the pay version, once again, sign up for it. Promo code against all odds. First two months are free. Oh. So it'd be silly not to have the paid version of Impact Plus. Mm -hmm. There you go. And don't forget, so, yeah. support the brand, Pro Wrestling Tees. Get the new Al and uh, Mike shirt as well. So do that. There you go. Um, so yeah, thanks everyone for joining us tonight. We'll see y'all, uh, who are, uh, in the Patreon tomorrow night for the Sunday dinner. As far as smash this podcast, I'm hoping to get another show out within the next uh, day or two and, uh, keep the ball rolling into this week. So we'll see y'all manana and, uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Take care folks. Much Yay. love. <laughs>